Greetings and welcome to this, our 24th episode of Solution of Souls. These programs are specifically designed for anyone who is attempting to find and follow the path of truth and for anyone who is searching for directions that point the way to that path and that can benefit from our podcast. We invite all of you to join us as we travel along together in this world to live eternally with God in the next. Hi, I'm Deacon Tim Vaughn, and this is our 24th episode, and I'm going to talk today about the importance of prayer. Prayer is a way we can achieve achieve salvation, according to St. Alphonsus Liguori. He states, Without the divine assistance, we cannot resist the might of so many and so far powerful enemies. Now, this assistance is only granted to prayer. Therefore, without prayer, there is no salvation. Before we delve deeper into prayer, let us begin first with the prayer Jesus taught us to pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. How important is your prayer life. How important is it to you? These are two very important questions you need to answer because prayer and love of God is the foundation of a good Catholic Christian life. St. Augustine has a catchy way of expressing this indispensable character of prayer. He says, He who prayers prays well, lives well. He who lives well, dies well. For he who dies well, all is well. Well, still Cardinal Rassinger, the late Pope Benedict XVI, wrote, According to the death testimony of Holy Scripture, the center of the life and person of Jesus in his constant communication with the Father, Jesus was in constant daily prayer. The habit of daily prayer gets us to heaven. So, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. First, what is prayer? According to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2559, it states, Prayer is the raising of one's mind and heart to God, or the requesting of good things from God. And continuing on in the next paragraph, 2560, whether we realize it or not, prayer is the encounter of God's thirst with ours. God thirsts that we may thirst for him. Prayer is where we meet God, speak with him, and more importantly, let him speak to us. Therefore, it is a two-way street. There, a relationship is established. So, how do we begin this relationship? 
Let us start at the beginning. At the beginning of every prayer, we as Catholics make the sign of the cross. We are saying hello to the Blessed Trinity. So we should say it slowly and reverently. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, because we are speaking to the most supreme being in the entire universe. So we must have reverence. Then pause for a couple of seconds to be sure that we are one with God and we can have this two-way conversation with him. And this way we can pray to him, then we can listen to him. Prayer is a two-way conversation, not just as talking to God, it is God also talking to us. But what's the biggest problem we have with prayer? It is distractions. Our minds tend to wander, and this is perfectly normal. We don't hear God talking to us because of distractions. But we can overcome these distractions. We must learn to recognize the distractions when they come up and deal with them when they happen. St. Paul says in Romans 8.26, we do not know how to pray as we ought. So the question is, how do we stay focused on God? And there are various ways. Now let us look at St. Teresa of Avila. In the book she wrote, called St. Teresa's Works, The Way of Perfection. The first step we should take is this. She wrote, It is well to seek greater solitude. So to make room for the Lord and to allow His Majesty to do His own work in us. Removing external hindrances is a free requisite for prayer to succeed. Now, if possible, now this is not always easy, Try to pray in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Have your focus on the tabernacle or the monstrous if it is during adoration. The quiet and reverence will help you maintain your focus in prayer. If not in front of the Blessed Sacrament, try to find a quiet place of solitude away from distractions where you can find a place, peace and quiet, and alone time with God. It may not always be easy, but it'll help you find peace with God. Next, actual distractions during prayer. How do we deal with those? As I stated earlier, begin by praying the sign of the cross slowly and putting yourself in the presence of God. Take those three deep breaths and begin to pray your prayer. Now, I like to keep my eyes closed. That way, I don't have any visual distractions. And then after a while, you may begin to lose focus. You may think of other things that you may need to do or things that you may think of. So you may need to say things like the word Jesus or 
Help me, Mary. I need to get back on focus. I need to get back on focus. Get back to focus. Get back to focus. Get back to focus. And you get back to focus on your prayer, and it helps you get you back on track. Or even so, invite the Holy Spirit to help recollect you back and pray well. Meaning that when we pray, we must have our total focus on our prayer. We must be one with God when we pray. It's not an easy thing to do for the length of time that we pray. Now, St. Teresa says that voluntary distractions, that means when we actually think that, oh, I need to make this grocery list, and you start thinking about the list that you need to make, being a voluntary distraction, she says that is a venial sin. That means we're putting our distractions before God. That is why it is a venial sin because of this distraction is before God. You choose your distraction over God. In Matthew 6, 33, he says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be yours as well. St. Teresa of Avila, what I think is amazing, her feast day is actually October 15th, and she is a doctor of the church and proclaimed by St. Paul VI as a teacher of prayer, makes this very important point. She said, prayer is reduced to an act where man converses with God. The key to prayer is to make friends and to communicate at that level. Then James 5, 16 declares, the prayer of a righteous man has great power in its effects. Be persistent in prayer. Pray without becoming weary, for we do not know the time or the place. Always remember two things, that our short time on earth determines on how we spend our life in eternity. And as we pray, God is always present within us. For the Lord is never far off, and we are never alone. Next week, we will discuss the different types of prayer and how we can prepare for Lent. So let us close with a prayer to our Blessed Mother as we pray the Hail Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So until we meet again, may the Lord bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And remember Jesus' words. Wide is the road to destruction. So we remind you to stay on the path 
And we ask you, the Saint Raphael, the Archangel of Travelers, God speed you on your sojourn.